Welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I'm Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you today, Luke? I'm doing well, sir. Doing you well. Sire. <laughs> um, just being polite. Just being polite. <laughs> just, just being really nice. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Into the show. Another week. Another random things we figure out what to talk about every week. It's <laughs> It's great. We're here well, for it. <laughs> uh, there was someone, uh, a friend of ours who listens to our, to our show really hates when I say that. I don't know. Why. <laughs> if you if shout out to you, you know who you are. Which I part? Say, I'm here say for it. Oh. I say that when I Sorry. say it on the show. <laughs> no, it's it's she commented but said we are you, here for it. Jordan. Don't say that anymore. I've tried. I've tried well, to say it less. Say it. We're but here I am, for it. Yeah, it's better when you say it, Luke. <laughs> I, I like the way your voice sounds when you say it. When I say it, I feel like I'm, I'm a fool. But anyways, I can say what I want. It's like I am here and I am for it. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. How you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good, man. Just uh, I'm trying to get a little bit back in shape. You know, I had this whole thing going on where I was like working out every day, at least a little bit, just a little bit. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be consistent. Yep. I'm Staying you know, limber. Yeah. You know, working out the old bones, but like when I moved, I just stopped. And you know what? <laughs> it's one of those things where when you have a routine and one thing comes and shakes up the routine, it's oh, really yeah. hard to like. Oh, yeah. And for me, um, it's yep. hardwood floors. Like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what I was about to say was very different than what you just. What said. were you about to say? <laughs> the birth of my son. <laughs> no, I think hardwood floors are a bigger issue. <laughs> That's funny. It, so you had carpet before, huh? I had carpet, so doing like yeah. calisthenics and like regular workouts, stuff like that. What it just it feels a lot different, man. It's so much harder on a hardwood floor, and it's just like it kind of hurts. I have two suggestions. Um, so I was doing like sit-ups and pu- and push-ups and, you know, before he was born. And then, yeah, I've had some shoulder pain and then he was born. But anyways, I From you giving birth two things, uh, to him, right? a rug, a rug in whatever room you want to work out in. Um, okay. But then also there's this pad I found on Amazon that's like your normal yoga pad, but it is a thick mother joker. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's I think it's an inch and a half. So it's like really thick, but it was really good for, uh, yeah. There's like the one where you're running and you're mountain climbers. I think it's called, what? And, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Cause it really puts a lot of pressure on your wrist. It does, you're like down yeah. and you're like, you bring your knees like up to your chest. You're like in push up position, but like extend it out instead of down. If that makes sense. Send me a link. Send me a link. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Well, you check this out for myself. See what see what this is about. I'm I'm a bad person, Luke. I I have <laughs> I don't know. I started just saying like I I've been using like Amber's uh, yoga mat too, and I've been like, no, I can't do this. And so I've just been like, you know what, bucket, and I just like started doing bucket. it on the hardwood floor. <laughs> you know, I just started doing it. I was like, I'm just gonna grit through it the hurts pain. your hands. And it does hurt. It, I had a wrist injury when I played soccer, so like it really Ooh. flares up when I'm doing push-ups on hard floors doing uh planks is borderline excruciating <laughs> when it's on the hardwood floor yeah, i've been trying to do that like in the running, up, so. up downs especially where you like push up and then you go down into plank and then back oh, up stop it luke i'm not doing that yeah those hurt <laughs> come on jordan 
You know what? You gotta work your way up to it. Do some burpees on the on the hardwood floor. I'd end up in the hospital probably. But you at least should be doing it on a rug. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, it's a good replacement for carpet. <laughs> but yeah, my my body is like, oh, hello, hello again, hello, old friend. <laughs> because it's been months since I moved, <laughs> and yeah. it went from every day to. When did you totally move? Has it been that long? Um, it's been a few months. It was in yeah, crazy indeed. It was in like April, I think. Is that right? <laughs> you tell me. I can't believe that. No, it's in May. No, I don't think it was April. It was May. It was May. It was April, May. <clears throat> yeah, it was May. Yeah. But yeah, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I feel better. Like even after like a few days of doing it, you're like, I'm sore, but like I do feel better. Like I yeah. feel like I'm getting to sleep better. I feel yeah. a little bit more alert. So, I need to get back into it. This is a yeah. This is a wake yeah. up call for me. This is a real wake up call for me, man. It really is. These yeah. are good points you're raising. Okay. <laughs> do you have a carpet? I do have a carpet. Good. And I have that pad. I'm telling you that pad. Jordan. That pad. All right. So well, it gets a little slippery. What I found is you put a towel down on the pad, and then it's perfect. Wow. Especially when you're like sweating out of your face, like just like dripping, doing those uh pilot and those planks, and yeah, yeah. Anyways, arms qu- a a pad, quivering, <laughs> inch and a half rubber mat on uh, Amazon's great, awesome. Uh, <laughs> anything, any updates that I should know about about your life, Luke? Um, no. The Apple event, um, we could talk about that for a little bit. You were yeah, wanting to go uh, over it. Let's do what today let's, was uh, Apple Day, people. Yeah, <laughs> help me out, Luke. Help me out. Do this. You know, I don't really, I haven't, I don't really watch it, <laughs> and I feel like all, going online sometimes. I'm like, I, I don't. Maybe I just don't take the necessary time to to understand. Yeah. But I, I need you, is what I'm trying to say, Luke. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would say what I got out of this is not a lot of jumps okay. really in everything. Um, they, they announced a lot, um, announced, you know, enhancements to the, uh, the basic iPad, the cheaper iPad, um, more storage, you know, new chip, um, new, better camera. Um, and they also announced a big upgrade to the iPad mini. So that could be something that people might find interesting because I don't think they've updated that in quite a while. Um, when was the last one? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I I want to say it was like way back in 2013 or something, but I for some reason I thought they had done an incremental one since then. But even if they had, it's it's at least been three or four years, I would guess. Mm. Um, but I think there's definitely an audience for that. They added 5G to that iPad Mini, and they also added a uh, okay. So they've added a Touch ID on the uh, top button instead of like down on the bottom of the screen. So. Huh. That's that's kind of where they're moving to touch ID in the future, which is kind of weird because they didn't announce that for the phone today. That, I kind of thought they would. I thought they'd do the face ID and the touch ID, like in case you have a mask on or something, then you could do touch ID on the side. That that's what a lot of the podcasts I'd listen to were talking about, but they didn't do that for some reason. They did do it in the mini, so I just it's, it's interesting because that's something they've done before, like you know, with the, the thumb, the thumb thing. And so it's weird that they're kind yeah. of kind of going back a little bit to do it to do both i mean let's yeah just... but this is like much better 
That's it's cool. like the the little button on the top to like lock the screen is like much larger and somehow it's able to scan oh. your finger so but it's not on the phones yeah it's not um mm. honestly that like thumb scanner thing they've been rumoring that for quite a while i would say that's the coolest new thing probably and it's for the um, ipads ipad mini only what that i know of it's even more confusing yeah, so it's not for the pro so. or whatever um, yeah, I don't I don't think so. I could be remembering wrong, but I don't believe so. Okay. Um, oh my mic. Sorry. The there was a new Apple Watch announced. I didn't okay. see a lot. I mean, you know, the screen's one millimeter larger. Um, they're saying the charging is faster, but I didn't hear anything new. Like, you know, before it's been like EKG and it's been like, oh, now you can swim with it. Um yeah. they had one cool thing in the presentation where they showed like somebody golfing. And the watch was able to tell them how far they had just hit that ball. What? I thought that's pretty cool. But I, how does that work? I don't know that that's a new thing. Um, like, like if there's, there must be some kind of new sensor. I don't know. It sounds like just an accelerometer thing where it's able to tell like how fast your hand goes. And, hmm. uh, you know, also it's probably just pretty ballpark estimation yeah, of what not, happened. Not exactly accurate. Yeah, there was there was something else I can't remember, but they're able to like measure things that's like like how fast you threw a baseball or something, which I could kind of see that because like the ball's right there. It's a little different with a golf club. Um, I don't know, kind of cool though. And then of course they announced the two new phones, iPhone 13 and 13 Pro. Um, yeah, you know the 13, it has you know they say this advanced dual camera system the best cameras of all i don't time. know i mean yeah they <laughs> they love to say the best cameras we've ever made and it's like yeah well, it? it's like i would hope this would be the best podcast we've ever made but you know it's not gonna be joking? probably i don't think that's gonna be the last one <laughs> um the last one the last it's one always was the, the last one was the better one <laughs> yeah this is not as um, good <laughs> so yeah i didn't see a lot about the basic 13 that was different um oh the the uh the pro though um and i don't know if this uh applied to the 13 there was one thing that i think they both had which was the bokeh where you take like portrait mode and it's able to blur the background you know focus on you what a lot of people say wow that's a beautiful shot that the iphone got they're able to do that now in um video oh. and they call it cinematic mode and they sh- they showed like a uh whodunit um, knives out style like scene it wasn't really that they just got a bunch of random actors yeah, but it yeah. was in the style of knives out and uh they were focusing in and out on things and you know he's like looking at different clues around the room and they're showing the bokeh effect between the focal points it's like he like puts his pen down and it focuses on his pen and mm-hmm. then it goes to like his face when he reacts to what it is and that's pretty cool they've been talking cool. about that that's another thing it's like Unless you're like making a real movie, probably not going to use that because like who's going to like whip out their phone when their kid's like kicking a soccer ball and be like, I'm going to do it in cinema mode. No, they just want to get the moment. Um, But, you know, if you're making something, you know, like if you're a kid and you're trying to like make a home movie or something, that's just amazing. amazing, I mean, heck, we made like little silly films when we were younger and if we'd had this, like we would have had so much fun just filming it on this yeah. and then being able to edit it right on our phone. So yeah. Um, they, they also increased the battery. So that's probably another thing people are going to be excited about. They like actually how made much a more? larger battery oh, in okay. it. Um, 
I don't know numbers, but like how long it's it it's last. significant that they actually increase the battery size because they typically don't do that. So you have problems with your battery ever? You know, I mean, mine has gotten worse, but uh, my phone is officially two years old at this point. So yeah, um, but not really. I mean, I I in the afternoon slash evening time. I like right now I'm plugged in, but I'm also running my phone as a baby monitor for my child. So it's going to suck a lot of battery out of it. Um, but now for the most part, no. And, and like I said, I mean, mine's two years old. I think it's getting like 86% when I check the battery, something like that capacity of what it used to get. Okay. Um, honestly, I think like, I, I do think that this 11 pro that I have is, my favorite phone I've had. Like I, I've really enjoyed the phones. I just, there's so many things about this that I like that I haven't really been tempted by the newer phones, like the OLED screen. It just, it was such an upgrade. Like the 10 R was a great phone and I had it for, you know, a year and then I decided to upgrade it. But like that 11 pro, it just like filled everything. It, it got me to a point where I'm like, you know, <laughs> Do I, I really need don't need one? to upgrade. You know, I, yeah. I'm glad I paid it off and, uh, they also are like the pro that I bought was a 5.8 and the new one is a 6.1. That's not for me, honestly, the, the size that, that I have here, the 5.8 really okay. is perfect. It's like, it's very pocketable and yet the screen's still big. Like the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the max is 6.7. It's just, it's too much. It's just, it's too much for me. Um, yeah. I, I, I know when I'm watching a game or something, I would like having that bigger screen, but having to lug it around and you know, it's just a giant thing in your pocket. It's just anyways, I've rambled on too much. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> um, is there, I heard something about is like 120 Hertz. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably the last thing we should mention. Uh, the pro motion um, is what they call it. I think they had it on like the iPad pro before this. So there's 120 Hertz. Um, and a lot of people have done that. Samsung's done that. LG's done that. Okay. Um, I mean, Samsung makes Apple's, phone screen so of course they've done it um you know they're like lg and samsung are in like a fight for who makes the best oled screens right now samsung's winning so the cool thing what that apple does that i don't know if anyone else does is the screen can go up to 120 hertz but it's pro motion technology you know whatever that is and what that basically describes is an adaptive refresh rate so the phone says, okay, you're going to watch sports. So you're going to want a faster Hertz rate, you know, refresh rate. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to jack it up. But now you're reading text. So we're going to put it down as low as we possibly can. And so it smartly saves you battery where it can and makes the screen look better when you want it to, which is just that's brilliant. Pretty cool. That's, that's really brilliant. Because cool. that's one of the big problems that some of the other phones had was they had 120 Hertz all the time. And they were getting abysmal battery life. And hmm. so Apple has kind of got this thing where they, you know, they want to give you this premium feature, but at the same time, they know how much it kills battery. So they just, they do the best they can to, you know, increase your experience as best they can. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think cool. I have anything else to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be the one that I end up upgrading to. I'm probably yeah. still going to stick with the one I have until later next year. We're enjoying our, smaller uh <laughs> phone bill yeah and uh then of course what phone yeah, do you have a zxr 
it's the XR. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's uh, getting up there in years, but it's still working great. It's I'm not having any issues with it. So I'm not like at a point where I'm like, oh, got to get something new at some point. So, yeah, but I would, you know, I've, I've said it before. It's like, it's easy to say, like, get the older phone. But honestly, if you're going to go through that to upgrade, it's probably worth it. Just go ahead and get the newest phone because, yeah. you know, you go and get a 12 and you save yourself, you know, probably two, maybe $300, which is wonderful. But then like next year, your phone's two years old instead of a year. And yeah. I don't know. It just with you know apple's pretty good about allowing you to like upgrade to latest ios for quite a while but still it just i feel like you're going to start feeling things slow down it's just going to feel like an older phone a lot faster whereas yeah you know maybe that extra money just might have bought you a little more time where you didn't feel like the need to upgrade again funny when you go back to like some older technology it's like sometimes like especially if you're not like upgrading each year you don't feel the age as much or like you don't think about it it was like my mom got a new ipad and she was like well what am i gonna do with my old one i was like i'll probably find a use for it i'll take it and so it was like an ipad mini 2 pretty old right yeah for some reason in my head i was like it's not that old i guess it is that old because i got it and it was like it's updated as much as it can get updated and i was like yeah. okay well that's I when guess something really feels old when you can't that, update it. Yeah, when you can't update it, and then eventually the apps that you start using require like YouTube, maybe it hasn't happened with this iPad yet, but eventually they start requiring those uh later um uh, OS updates. Yep. And it's like, well, <laughs> this is bricked basically. <laughs> yep. This is nothing. Which yeah, is uh it's sad. That is kind of sad. It's but. the way of the world. Yeah, it's the same thing with video game consoles, too. You know, like you start seeing they're shutting down servers for certain games on, you know, PS3 and 360. And like, you know, you can't watch Netflix on your Wii anymore. You know, (laughs) it's just not they don't last forever. I mean, there are certain things obviously you can do forever. I think forever until they break, you could put a disc in or if you have a digital game on there and it will play. But you just don't get until your console part. breaks and you can't get you can't it's, get it fixed or it's, it's too over. expensive to buy the part. Yeah, then it's over. Um, but yeah, cool, cool. So you know, and let's move right along and just talk about what else you've been uh, watching slash playing slash listening to. Oh, not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, one song I wanted to suggest was Ed Sheeran's kind of been trickling out stuff to obviously lead up to a full album release um and bad habits was was good it was a good song but then he came out with visiting hours and that one really got me i really enjoy that song it's very emotional like song about somebody it sounds like that he knew that uh that passed away and so Mm. yeah it's it's a very emotional song but it's classic sheer and just his uh very just amazing voice <laughs> it's just silk voice so melodious oh it's very nice um i've been listening to that band you recommended a lot i think it's they're really good the strike yeah i really enjoy them I'm very glad nice. you like them too yeah great it's great great stuff enjoying them a yeah, lot so they are good thanks for that appreciate it check them out people yeah and for a good time and there's two strike bands. So when I tell Google to play the strike, Google plays some other the strike. 
So I guess those guys are a little more popular, even though I think they sound awful compared to the one we've been <laughs> listening to. They're like some punky band. It's just, it's I don't know, punk ska like or punk. something. It's just. Oh, I they see only have twenty two hundred like monthly listeners. Like, there's no way here. What are the guys we listen to? Are one hundred eighty three? Like, come on, Google. There's a come few. On. The strikes. The Oi Collection. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. And there's another The Strike that has 25 monthly listeners. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, the, the one we listen to are really good. How do we even... Okay, It's um, a little black circle that says The Strike when you <laughs> search it in. That's probably the best way I would say this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> it's the one with 183,000 monthly listeners. I don't think anybody else has more than that. No, I don't. It's called the strike. (laughs) Well, good, Luke. What what else have you been? What have you watched slash playing? Um, man, just you know, working my way through these shows recently. Ted Lasso Mm -hmm. and uh, Murders in the Building. It's we only Murders in the Building. Um, we, you know, Bethany and I a lot of times don't watch shows that go week to week, except like the Mandalorian. Um, but a lot of those like Disney shows that went week to week, we usually would fall behind and then just like watch a bunch of them at one time. So like right now we're like really into (laughs) these two shows and it's, it's so frustrating. It feels like low tech almost having to wait for these shows. And I know it appeals to some people and you, you've voiced before that you enjoy it. And, and I, and I totally get that. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just my personal thing. Like I'm just, I just want to watch it. I just want to watch the show so I can move on to the next thing. And mm-hmm. especially like only murders in the building. The show very much is like every time the episode ends, it ends on basically a cliffhanger for you yeah. to then watch the next one, which I don't know. I guess it makes sense. It feels very old media to do that. It's like, as long as your show is interesting, you're streaming it. So it's like, you don't have to like tune in next Thursday. It's like, it's not like that anymore. I, I don't know. It just it, it feels like a a, a relic of an older time. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, so. I'm I'm kind of of two minds about it. Like I enjoy it sometimes because like it, I like sometimes feel like I'm overwhelmed with certain shows, certain types of shows. Whereas for like if I'm watching anime, I actually want there to be like oh, there's a tons of seasons. You haven't seen any of it. Just go ahead and immerse yourself into that world and watch as many as you want and whatever. I like that. But there's certain certain times I'm just like, I feel overwhelmed with a show. If it's like, hey, check this show out. And if it's like, it's 50 episodes in, I feel like way less inclined, I guess. I mean, but that's yeah. kind of a different thing with it when it's like week to week. I don't know. I also feel like I'm catching up to something. I don't know. But at the same yeah, time, and it also depends on what you've been told about it. If it's like, yeah, if it's like somebody telling you like Game of Thrones is the greatest thing I've ever seen, it's like, okay, like for me, it was like I am seven seasons behind, but it's like <laughs> I have to watch this. So it doesn't matter that I have like three hundred episodes that I have to watch. I'm just, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, so it depends on you know, is it a new show that it's like you're behind, but people have been a little lukewarm on? Then it's like. I don't really want to watch 50 episodes of something. I'm not sure I'm even going to like. Yeah. And, and the whole week to week thing, it's like, I think sometimes with some shows, I'm like, it it has actually kind of set me off of it. Like there's shows that I love that I'll 
tolerate the fact that it's week to week, but I'm kind of like, I'd rather just kind of watch this. That's like invincible. I'm like that way with invincible. And I'm like that way with, uh, yeah. uh, the boys. I'm just kind of like, I'd rather just this be, you know, get this, go through this thing. But you know, some of these Disney plus shows, especially like the Marvel ones and like the star Wars ones, I'm, I'm cool, more cool about them being week to week. I feel like it's fun kind of marinating on them throughout the week and be like, yeah, that was crazy. I wonder what happens next. I guess that's because I enjoy them so much that I don't know. I kind of enjoyed looking forward to them for longer and be like, Oh boy, yeah. here comes more MCU things. But I don't know. I guess it just depends for me. I'm kind of, a, as I said, I'm of two minds, but yeah, I understand it's weird on your schedule for sure. I know we're going to talk a lot about video games. I did want to mention the Hawkeye trailer. Maybe we could just oh, yeah, yeah. do a quick little like thing on that because that was something I watched that I get pretty excited about. So, <laughs> so it's I think it's finally here. Like the the undisputed uh, superhero Christmas thing. Can we say yeah, that? It'd be hard to dispute it. Yeah, There's it's snow on the logo. I think that's always the thing that's like. <laughs> Is there snow on the studio logo? Okay, it's Christmas. Yeah, that'll do are it. There, are there like jingle bells at the beginning? You know, like throughout the ching, entire ching, ching. thing, <laughs> it's mentioned so many times in just one trailer. Like it's okay, I'll be home for Christmas. It's like, come on, I am really excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad it's not coming too soon because I get mad when like Christmas things come out and it's like october it's the worst know, or if it's november i'm like i don't want it's to the see worst. this right now yeah it, it is the it's worst. the worst thing ever it's ever there's nothing worse <laughs> in life than that i don't think so <laughs> so the fact that it's coming out like after like i think yeah like after thanksgiving like thanksgiving will be this holiday season yeah and so christmas will be on everyone's minds and i think i'm happy that this all the majority of this show will be watched during the december month and, uh, yeah, it's like early December, right? It's late November is when I think it starts. I think it's like November 24th, I think. I could be wrong about that. Let me see. Yeah, it is. It says yes. it on the poster. So that's... Uh, I hate when it's not like right after. on the IMDB page. Like, Just tell me a release date. Yeah. They should do that. Like, <laughs> Not 2021. Oh, great. <laughs> it is here. I meant the top. It was down at the bottom. I didn't see it. I'm a fool. Sorry. User error. <laughs> but anyways about the actual trailer <laughs> not just the christmas thing yeah um looks i was really good i mean it's... christmas stuff honestly i was like <laughs> what did i just see christmas so i am a little confused yeah i thought Haley steinfeld was in something right wasn't she in something before this like affinity game or something uh she wasn't in any marvel things that i know of not that, For some that reason, I thought she was shown as his daughter or something before. Honestly, but. I thought it was going to be like his daughter, but no, <laughs> I guess not. I, I, I see. I, I don't know a lot about Kate Bishop, so I think there's some things I'm confused about. I thought that wow, she really wasn't in it, huh? I'm I thought sure. she was in something like I didn't think she played a big role, but I thought she was. I thought she was some kind of like background character in like Infinity War or Endgame or something hmm. yeah i mean I, I guess i'm wrong it's, she's at least not credited looking through it hmm. just the uh spider-man into the spider-verse 
yeah i yeah and so i i get uh I get confused about Kate Bishop. No, the Kate Bishop, I guess, especially this Kate Bishop's obviously not Clint's daughter. You know, I mean, yeah. We can, yeah, I guess we kind clearly. of knew that going in. Yeah, clearly. Who are you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I'm just getting her confused with somebody else. But yeah, but uh, I, I like I like um, Haley Steinfeld. I'm happy to see her in the MCU. I mean. Uh, what are what are some things that we've seen her in recently? I mean, I, I know Bumblebee, but other than that, what else yeah, has she been in? Bumblebee, um, The Edge of Seventeen was probably the last That's movie. Right. She's been doing the Dickinson thing. That's probably her most recent thing. Uh, oh yeah, um, That's right. the Apple TV show. Mm-hmm. But uh, she did Charlie's Angels. I I never actually saw that movie. So she did. Um, yeah, the most recent one, twenty nineteen. Um, I never saw it either, Luke. Yeah, The Edge of Seventeen. That was I really enjoyed that movie. So that was really good. Yeah, True Grit. Always, you know, True Grit. Oscar nominated. She's done a lot since True mm, Grit. It's a long time ago, isn't it? But uh, she did do a good job. <laughs> but uh, I, I honestly Ender's don't know what. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I honestly don't know, really know what's going on here. Some people are after him, like to get some vengeance. Yeah. I imagine we're gonna see. I guess minor spoilers for his demons Black are kind of coming back to haunt him. It seems like, yeah, from what he did when he was, which is like, cool because I mean that was a that was a cool little part of. Was it Endgame? Yeah, yeah, it was an Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, my family's been disappeared, and I'm mad, and I'm killing killing bad guys, I'm just killing them, stabbing them with my sword. I think that's a good. Like, if you're going to base a TV show on something, that's a good enough origin to start yeah. Clint's story. Five so. years of slicing, dicing, like, bad guys yeah. is going to get you in trouble. That'll make you some enemies. That'll do you. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Looks awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got, you've been watching anything else? Luke? The NFL, man, we're back. That's the we're only back. thing. It was an amazing Da-da-da. Monday night football. Yeah, that's Monday night football. Good job, Jordan. Um, last night, there was just an amazing game. If you know, you know. <laughs> What's the uh, went into overtime last night? It was really good. Was great game. Who was it? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me. Gotcha. <laughs> I like immediately blank on the teams. It was Baltimore and Oakland. Well, they were Oakland. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, so what so happened the to first Oakland? Time <laughs> this is the first time the Vegas Raiders uh, have had fans in the stadium. They didn't have any fans. I guess the owner like didn't want to half do it, so uh, he just didn't let anybody come in last year. Mm, all Animal so Crossing could, like, characters throw open the door and like go crazy this year. Come I don't think they actually in, did that stupid like girls. cutout thing. It's weird. I'm kind of glad that was that was dumb. It's like it's like almost adding insult to injury almost. Yeah, you know, it's just dumb. <laughs> I didn't like that. Cool. Um, How about not, you? not too much. One big thing, sort of big thing, it was a movie in theater. So I guess you can count that as a big thing. Um, movie we, I've been trying to get around to see for a while, but um, Candyman. So uh, Amber and I went to go see Candyman this uh, last uh, Saturday morning. It was us and uh, the other four people in the theater um so 
if you don't know anything about Candyman, Candyman was a early '90s horror movie, um, with the same name, where it's an urban legend based in the projects about a man who was killed uh, in a hate crime, and for whatever reason, I forget the original one. I haven't seen the original one in a long time, a few years, not that long, but I kind of forgot a little bit of details. Um, but he basically, basically, if you say his name five times in a mirror, he appears, he appears and he kills you. It's sort of, it reminds me of like similar kind of lords, like the grudge, like something really terrible happened. And so that, so now there's a curse or whatever. So it's like similar to that kind of ghost story. Um, I, I really like that first one. I think it's pretty good. Like as far as like early nineties, supernatural slasher movies go. That one's pretty good. It's, you know, it's unique. And I think uh, Tony Todd, who plays uh, Candyman in that original, he's he's great. He's actually, we're going to talk about this later, but he's uh, Venom, the voice of Venom in the, the new Spider-Man game coming out. So he has that cool, chilling voice. And he's he was also uh, the guy in uh, the first couple uh, Final Destinations who was like, death always get what gets what he wants or whatever that 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 guy who shows up and oh, yeah. scares all the kids um <laughs> <laughs> but this movie um okay so i'm gonna pull up some pull up my imdb here it was uh produced by jordan peele and a screenplay was by jordan peele notably um and it uh, was directed by nia da costa i don't really know any of her work but um so oh she's gonna be doing the marvels uh movie when that comes out that's interesting and uh i love this movie i actually freak i was kind of surprised because you know i was like i'll probably like it just fine but you know what i, I really liked it you know it's probably uh, this is probably uh like i i think like it's almost kind of weird because i like this more than jordan peele's other stuff i mean he didn't direct this one but i like it more than get out i like it more than us i just think it's like get out and us like there there is kind of like a um especially us like us is creepy for the first like third of the movie but then it kind of goes off the rails and gets a little goofy and it's like i'm not scared Mm -hmm. at all anymore i'm just kind of like just watching what's going on and kind of seeing what the mystery is but this one like man it's creepy it's not I wouldn't say scared. There was never a point in the movie where I was scared. I didn't really think too much and being like, oh man, I'm nervous or whatever. After seeing the movie, I'm just like, just watching it. It's like, this has a creepy tone and it's, it's like really creepy. Like the way this isn't really a spoiler, but the movie, just like little things like the movie opens up. It's like a pan through Chicago and it's really simple thing they do, but they like, reverse the image and like they flip it upside not reverse but they mm-hmm. flip it upside down and so the buildings Invert. yeah it mm-hmm. looks like they're coming down but it's foggy so it looks like otherworldly the tall buildings going into the fog it's just so freaking cool and this this like maintains this really creepy tone throughout the whole thing and what they do with uh the candy man lore i guess is a lot of i don't know i just think it's a lot of creativity in the way I didn't expect this. This isn't a spoiler either. Really. It's just not really mentioned explicitly in the trailer. Um, it ties back heavily to that first movie. Like I, I had no idea. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we're getting into the first movie. Oh my gosh. And so that was, that's that was a really nice surprise, even though it's not really 
a surprise in the movie. It's revealed almost immediately that it's in the same universe. But uh, <laughs> that, and also like based on the trailer, I was like, oh no, is it going to be this? Like watching the trailer, I was like, it's going to, like there was something I was really afraid that it was going to be. And it really wasn't in a lot of ways. I, I can't really talk about it very much without spoiling it more than I'd like to, but it's, it's I the I thought they were gonna go for a really stupid, really boring idea as for like how the killer is or how the candy man is kind of using the main character or haunting the main character. I thought it was gonna be a really dumb thing, but it ended up really not. And um yeah, I enjoyed it. Few a few critiques here. Uh there were a few scenes where it's like when they actually do get in the killing, like when someone actually is becoming a victim of Candyman, sometimes I feel like it transports into another movie because I think like when we're building up to it, there's something really artistic about it almost. It's really kind of like thoughtfully directed and thoughtfully filmed and thoughtfully written movie. And so whenever we get scenes where there's like, you see it in the trailer, the girls who are like, I like guy. Have you heard about Candyman? I can't believe it. And they go in the mirror and then that's like their big death yeah. scene or whatever. It's like, I feel like I'm in another movie. It's like, <laughs> did I go back to the nineties? Yeah. It, it's very strange. But then like, even though the setup and so stupid, they do this, they do these cool things where you don't, when you the the whole thing will be filmed, you'll hear them die, but then the you'll the camera will go to like this makeup mirror that's on the floor, and you kind of see some of it there, and you see him in that mirror. That's awesome. There's a lot of stuff like that in the movie where I'm just like, that's so freaking creative. I've never seen anything like that. There's a kill that happens. It's not even scary, but it's just so cool. I've been thinking about it a lot. It's like it zooms away from an apartment. And you just see it soundlessly from like that, like hundreds of feet away and like this giant skyscraper. And it just looks crazy. And it's just like, like almost like matter of fact, it's like, that's, I've never seen that before. And there's so much like that where I'm like, God, that's creative. But yeah, I, I, Amber didn't really care for it too much. It was a little, there were a few parts that like, it only take like two parts that are gory to, for to upset amber to be like i don't want to see that movie ever again for like for instance alien uh isolation the backburster that was enough for her she was like nope don't like this movie and so there was like two parts in this movie that were that for her um but man yeah i, I this is one of my favorite horror movies i've seen in a long time actually which is i'm shocked but that's the big yeah, thing i watched I as well yeah i Honestly, I did not think it looked that good from the trailer, but uh, no, that's like, awesome. Yeah, honestly, like the trailers like got me a little nervous. Like when I was like starting to watch some of the, tra- especially the last one, the like the latest trailer, I was like, is this is gonna be bad. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. I was thinking yeah. about, it. I was like, this is gonna be bad. And then, uh, yeah, seeing it, I'm, I like from the opening, unbad. yeah, unbad. <laughs> <laughs> from the opening, I was like, ooh. Is this going to be good or is this going to be a really good opening? <laughs> and then I was like, wow, it keeps that through like 95% of the movie. It keeps that, maintains that quality. And so I'm extremely pleased with that movie and not too long either, That which is, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's an hour and a half. So thank you <laughs> for not being overly long, but yeah, great. Um, just a couple quick things real quick. Um, we I finished actually one more thing. Um, we finished, uh, I finished an anime 
that uh, I've been watching. It's ongoing, but the season's over. I'm caught up. So talk about it a little bit. It's called Fire Force. Um, I, it, it's good. I, I'm enjoying it uh, quite a bit. But you know, there there's some weird things where I'm, when I'm watching a show, especially like I especially like a show like this. Usually in anime, you're always building towards something. Like that's right. That's like every show, right? You usually you're building towards something. There's the villain of the season, or oh yeah, I forgot. I finished White Lotus. Oh, why you finished? <laughs> when, it? Okay. when you said when you said building towards something, I'm like, yeah, like White Lotus. Oh wait, oh shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about that in just a second. <laughs> yeah, I just um, I finished it. Yeah, that was all. <laughs> oh, that was it. You don't have anything to talk about White Lotus? I mean, maybe a little bit, but okay. Yeah, Please talk- go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I did. I get the feeling that like it's almost like they have seasons contained within like five episodes. And so like throughout the season, they're like, here's this problem. And it's like a five episode arc where they have to fight these people. And then that gets resolved. And then they have a a one episode setting up the next conflict that'll last five minutes. But I don't, I sometimes don't feel like I'm like, what are we building up to here? I'm kind of feel like we're building up towards something. And then it just like, climax interrupt this where it's like i'm like all right here we go let's do this oh okay so yeah. we're not going to do that right now we're back at the base oh okay yeah. the season's over we're still building okay gotcha sorry um but animation's great some of the ideas are really cool sometimes i'm like what are you talking about for, for those you don't know who what fire force is about it's just a, a bunch of people start spontaneous we we'll start with like spontaneous human combustion and they turn into like these monsters these fire monsters and fire force like they're people who a lot of them were born with like pyrokinesis and pyro powers and they end up they just have to kind of take them out and um yeah the whole show is centered around those creatures and um why this is happening what's causing it to happen and it, it's it's interesting, but sometimes I'm like, what are they talking about? This is weird. But, you know, that's that. White Lotus, Luke. How, how's, how's White Lotus going after its first season, right? Yeah. Um, man, after finishing that show, I don't Second season is strange. <laughs> it's a strange thing. It's the second think. season. Um, I, I thought that, didn't they say there was going to be a second season or something? Oh, I, I thought I, they I thought they said there was going to be something else. I don't uh, know. Did it feel like there is? No, not at all. So it feels conclusive. I mean, it does, but you know, I mean, there's always, (laughs) there's always something you can do. Um, I, the only thing I can think is that HBO saw the numbers and said, look guys, you just got to do something else. You got to do it. It's a show that, that does enough that it's like, I, it does make you want to come back and see what's going to happen in the next episode. Um, It was a limited series. So, it's always weird to me when there's more of a limited series. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. You, it sounds like you were gearing towards this, like, I think it was six episode thing the whole time. So hmm. to do like another six episode thing, it's like, this is now like just a TV show. Like stop calling it a limited series. Um, but anyways, it, yeah, it felt very truncated. It felt like this is a story we want to tell. And they, they developed a lot of characters that were very different. I will say that's something they did very well. Um, each person, like, yeah, it was very unique in their struggle. And it was very much a show where it's like it presents each character and and kind of through maybe the first, like, three episodes 
kind of really drills down on what they're dealing with and what their struggle is and, mm-hmm. and how that affects kind of the ongoing like situation. And then it just kind of, after it does that, it just kind of builds on that for the next three episodes till the end. And yeah, it was, I definitely would recommend it as a watch it. It's not a show that would blow me away or I think would blow anyone else away, but uh, you know, there's some solid acting in there and there's some interesting story. To, uh, it's, it's a little rough around the edges. I will say there's, mm, you know, okay. there's, there's some definite adult content in there that, you know, it, in that way, it's like, it's kind of hard to recommend to everyone. Cause I think there's some stuff in there. It's just like that. There's just no need for that. You know, yeah. you can, you can show off that this person is dealing with this and this is something that happened without just full on showing like nudity. And that was specifically what I'm thinking. It's just like, it just feels gratuitous. So yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, but you know, apart from that, I think, the story they told is is an interesting one. Some okay. of it, I think, got a little political that I just don't agree with. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I, I always just think that's a frustrating thing because you're just having a one-way conversation where somebody's just screaming at you about something. See? But, uh, See? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it it's worth a watch. It's, yeah, it's of the upper of the middle tier yeah. media. That's what I would say. Cool. Well, uh, let's get into a couple. Let's get things. into this thing. <laughs> uh, what one more thing, Luke? Uh, surprise! Uh, something oh, we're going to talk one about. More. Matrix Resurrection trailer. Oh yeah. Yeah, we. It came out like Glad the day you after. Reminded me. Yeah, this stuff happened like I the definitely day after wanted we, to talk about this. Great. Let's let's do it, Luke. Um, we talked a little bit about just the build up to the trailer last week, so I think we'd be. Uh, um. Yeah, we should probably talk. Yeah, about we it. talked about it quite a bit. Yeah, we did. And I, I kind of ranted a little bit on it <laughs> let's go man <laughs> now you, now that the trailer's out um what, what did you think of the trailer wow so what did i think of the trailer um it was definitely a trailer that i came away with an opinion and then that opinion even evolved throughout the week as i was thinking about it kind of like what you've said you you were talking about that uh what was it that movie we watched we both watched and green night you know <laughs> no no no, the uh, what was it the most the most recent movie? Well, you were talking about it. Reminiscence, last week. Oh, reminiscence, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. How forgettable it is. But <laughs> yeah, it's like in the same way you had kind of evolved on how you thought about that movie. Like thinking back on it, I thought the same thing about the trailer. Like I came away from that trailer when I first watched it, going, "Wow, I'm definitely gonna have to apologize and take back what I said." But then I was thinking about it some more. I was like, "Ah." Uh, being a couple days removed from watching the trailer now, I don't know if I still feel that way. So, yeah, um, you know, assuming everyone who's probably listening to this has either watched it. If you haven't, just pause, watch it, come back. Yeah. Um, so what'd you think? No. <laughs> so um, what we thought. Um, yeah. I don't mean to, like, take all the time. I, I know no, you go have ahead, stuff man. to say as well. It just... It's so different. It's so different than what I thought it was going to be. Um, and I, I, I think, you know, in a good way, in a bad way, it's definitely clearly it's going to be some kind of, man, I don't even know. It's, it's a little hard to tell. Wouldn't you say it's like, I was going to say origin story, but at the same time, there's like a lot they do there that shows that it's not an origin story. So 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's I, I I don't like the fact that it's a different style. I don't like that, but I think there's going to be a lot of justification for that. You know, whether it's some kind of chemical manipulation, some kind of glitch in the matrix, which has become like <laughs> so cliche to say. Are you talking like the since look? the first matrix came out? Are you like how the movie the whole movie? Kinda? I think the whole movie will be something that is showing like i said a glitch or something it's like neo has been taken in a different direction at some point in his story i i'm not convinced it's even going to be the, at the end at, at the end of revolutions um but i, I don't know it's a trailer yeah. you know <laughs> you make of it what you will yeah please please tell me tell me thoughts i mean it's Say one words. of those things i'm trying <laughs> to be really careful with this movie and trying not to I'm going to maintain my expectations with this more than anything, because I do feel like this movie is one bad premise away from being terrible. Like if this starts off, because like, even if like there's something you don't like and re- reloaded or revolutions, we're still telling the same story that was established in the first movie. But with this, I feel like we're wipe the slate clean. Like, I don't think Neo's going to go see the Oracle and we're not, we're not going to Zion. I really don't think so. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. Um, I think there's some interesting. Well, you things. think this is just a diverted path? I have no idea. Like, I have no idea. I really don't. That's what it sounded like you just said. A little bit. I mean, I. Sorry. So I have this amiibo thing that's like the Zelda one goes in, and there's a master sword, and when you pull it out, it'll do that. <laughs> um, even when you don't touch it. <laughs> Every, like once in a blue moon not often but every now and then like it'll go you No, know you want to pull me out it'll, <laughs> it'll be months without hearing it and then we'll be sitting in the living room and i'll be like i'll just turn my head Someone like, has touched my master what? sword <laughs> it's like what ah! it'll cause that now why then and not any i don't know there's been some times where it's like we've been doing something loud or i don't know like but anyways um i don't know i i feel like this is going to be like something different in a way. That being said, it does look like, oh, we're, it's Neo in the Matrix, our guest. And like, there's something off and there's someone and he doesn't know why. Someone's here to pull him out. Similar to the first one. But obviously things are very different. He is the same person that he was before. It's not like he's a different version of Neo. They show his body with those eyes burnt out and they're like repairing him or something. And so that is the Neo that we know. Um, but as far as like what he's well, he certainly he wasn't to, taking a blue pill in the first movie. So. No, no, he's taking a whole bottle of blue pills, right? Yeah. And like in the real world, he wasn't taking it. You know, he had to yeah. take it, you know, separate. Anyways. I feel like the it's interesting that the uh, color palette is completely different. The, the, we did kind of see that, though, the end of Revolutions, when uh, we got that sunset and the color palette and the Matrix changed at the end of Revolutions. It seems like it's kind of mm-hmm. the same color palette, which that's I like that um, as like, I don't know if it's the same Matrix or if we're in a different Matrix than what was established at the end of Revolutions or what, but that's a cool little detail. I, I, I think... I've heard a lot of a lot of things about this trailer. My I haven't heard this one yet. My personal theory is I think Trinity is still dead. I think she's connected somehow. Maybe they have her conscious, ju- basically life support. Like she could you, be the woman in the red dress. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Mouser's still alive. That's the one who's still alive. Well, um, <laughs> somebody else could have program. No, it, just but... <laughs> him. Only him. I'm I just think, saying uploaded conscious. I think we'll have a thing where she's like there to like give him something to do, and he and maybe the machines are using her, her like, and she's only alive in the Matrix. Maybe they're like hooked up to her, and it's like she can only exist here. She's dead in the real world. What do you want to do? Can you let her go yeah. and move on? Or do you want to like keep the illusion? And you know that. Oh yeah, that's Candyman. <laughs> what? A, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. he, he's in. He's in K man. I was like, he did a great job in that movie. He so looks so good in the Matrix trailer. Yeah, I think he looks so much like Morpheus. He really does. Um, um, yeah. This is a. This is gonna be crazy. Either way, I think like. It, it's cool to see Matrix hype back, like people excited about the Matrix. I, I'm excited, but I'm again, I'm trying to maintain my expectations because yeah. I do feel like if this is a premise where it's just like it, I feel like there's no like, oh, that's weird. I feel like if like an incoming tragedy, like if they could jump the shark and cl- go clear over the moon, I think they're there's it's a possibility that they could jump the shark that badly where mm. it's just something insane because like the the need to top mm. the matrix and how it like said it blew minds at the time and like the whole reveal you know it's yeah. like yeah. their fields and all that stuff it's like the need to do that might lead wayward writers and direct directors into dangerous <laughs> places you know yeah yeah, and there's no sign of that in this trailer, but I have a feeling, <laughs> a pit <laughs> in the bottom of my stomach, that says, "Be careful, <laughs> that might happen." Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thought. Um, I'm trying to kind of collect my thoughts on this. You know, there's yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on in that trailer. There's a lot of little flashes of scenes and things that you see that uh, you know show an origin story but at the same time i really don't think it is i mean morpheus to me he clearly looks like he's a different age than in the other movies oh clearly i don't feel like they're trying to like just de-age morpheus and just say you know this is him because to me that's what it would have to be for it to just be a deviated path where like neo goes back to the white bunny you know when he has to follow the white rabbit yeah and he chooses to not follow and um yeah, so assuming that that's not what it is, it it would mean that he would have to be somehow go back even further. So, yeah, I mean, it could be so many things. It could be, you know, somehow he lives through it and then he like goes back into in and somehow he's able to travel through time from the end of resurrections and or um, from the end of revolutions. And then he's able to go back in time to like help morpheus and all this in a different way and then guide them in a different path that leads them to a different conclusion um you know i mean it could be a lot of things so yeah all these ideas are really just for nothing probably in the end it's just (laughs) it's just fun to think about it Um, is fun that that is the thing i like the most about the trailer how fun it is to be like I like the mystery. Like I do like that about like the Spider-Man trailer and this, like how there's people theorizing. It seems almost novel. And like, we haven't gotten that. We don't get it often is what I'll say. 
And so it's fun when people are like theorizing about things and invested like that. That's fun. That's almost like more fun than the movie itself sometimes. But either way. Oh, what would you think of the song? Uh, I, I never remember music as well as you do. Well, I don't know what song it is. Honestly, I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard that song, but it's it, it was different. I, I like I in one hand love it and one hand hate it uh, because it, they did the thing where it's like just like. Alice and they show the book as soon yeah. as the, the yeah. lyric came up or yeah. go on chasing rabbits and they'll show like the yeah. rabbit and like okay that's a but at the same yeah. time I kind of love it I don't know I, I'm I'm conflicted what I remember that's a Wachowski thing oh really to be extremely literal <laughs> with their um, music yeah. choices <laughs> but cool cool I, I enjoyed the trailer um, with all my uh, even though I have these feelings that i have i enjoyed the trailer i'm enjoying the build up to the movie and so that's the same lady with the white rabbit tattoo isn't it is it i don't know i think it is did she survive (laughs) i mean she looks older it looks like they're like trying to make her younger but huh that'd be really cool i'm not sure but I, i thought it was yeah it would be cool yeah what happened to her boyfriend <laughs> yeah in my own personal jesus christ <laughs> whatever you right. savior Did man. the floppy work for him <laughs> i don't know will we find out was hey, it man. a cd or a floppy it was 100 a floppy my my friend 100 <laughs> so great i'm so glad it was a floppy what did he give him was it uh was it like a bootleg copy of like microsoft word was it doom you know what happens if you get caught with this, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be messing with Doom. It's probably something really serious, like serious hacker stuff. Not a. I was guessing like some kind of worm or you know something he was going to put in the network. Like... Final Cut. Final Cut. Final Cut Pro. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of something that team. Okay. <laughs> some kind of virus, probably. All right. Yeah, probably something really intense. All right. So, um, Matrix. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about this Sony event. I mean, it's it's kind of strange, right? Having this event, like, uh, how many months separated from uh, E3? Yeah. Three months or so? June. Yeah. Yeah, quite a while. That's crazy. It's like, wait, you guys didn't do an event? <laughs> You're doing yeah. it now? It, it, it were, was weird. I felt their absence, like, hardcore. I missed them being a part of E3, just to be like, hey, here's our... He, they could have just released this in E3 and it would have been awesome. But I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it, it's like the hype of everything kind of elevates everyone almost in a way. And so for them not to, I feel like they were missing out on some. But I don't know. I guess at the same time, they get a lot of attention um, all to yeah. themselves. Right? I mean, this is a good time for the fall. It's just it's just weird. I mean, I, I don't understand why. Like... I mean, obviously, I don't know what, what it takes behind the scenes, but to me, it's like, guys, like, you got to keep that hype going. Like, you have a yeah. next-gen console. It's like, it's just important to keep the fans fed, honestly. And, like, to me, every one of these companies shouldn't go six months without an event. Like, there right. just needs to be something. Like, whether it's updates to the console, you know, 
quick little gameplay, you know, clips of games. Like there always has to be something fresh. That's the reason we paid $500 for these consoles. It's like, it's the reason we're here. Like we need content. It's like the streaming channels don't go six months without releasing a new show. I mean, certainly not. Um, you know, they would have a ton of um, people unsubscribe. So yeah. And I think Sony's been just doing stuff weird like lately it's just like yeah what are you guys doing like i thought they were kind of weird before the console launch i mean i think it went just fine it was just like the way they did their events and like the things that they revealed in some it's just like i don't know i mean there's definitely been some of that in the past with uh xbox for sure um but i don't know i think just mm-hmm. as of late i feel like there's a little bit more of a like set message coming from xbox and uh this was amazing. I mean, it was just an incredible amount of content. I just, I wonder why like more of these announcements couldn't have been spread out. Like if you want to do a September yeah. event, you easily could have done that and a June event, like, you know, and even like maybe half to this and put some of those in June, some of these in September, but Absolutely. it seemed like a very jam packed event. Yeah. No, no joke. And you know, it's glad it's here. Glad they did it. Absolutely. But yeah, thought I'd address that. Thought we should address that real quick. Um, so yeah, let's just go through some of these bigger announcements. I mean, they announced some other things I feel like we might not need to bring up. Like, I, I don't really know if I need yeah, to bring I up. I mean, you bring up, you bring up here, what, but, what you find important, Jordan. You know. Um, so the big thing I think for a lot of people is the uh Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh personally, I don't have uh, a you know, I've heard a lot of good things, so I'm excited to maybe possibly get into this, but I, I've never played Knights of the Old Republic. I, I don't really even know what the gameplay is like. I'm going to be honest. I don't I know it's like a J, an RPG, yeah. but I, I, don't. I don't think I have either. I think, you know, back when this came out, you know, PC gaming was pretty big. Console gaming, honestly, was a kind of a smaller thing compared to what was going on with the PC. And I just unfortunately didn't have a PC that could play many of these games. I would, I would try a lot of times and they would let you like install it, but it would work so buggy. It was just like, okay, I guess I can't play this. Um, yeah. And I think this was one of those games. I was like, I really want to play this, but I can't. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard, you know, legend tells <laughs> of the mm-hmm. KOTOR, um, but yeah. This is highly requested. A lot of people want this. I think this is the only way you could go back to this game. I mean, I, I think it would just look yeah. like hot garbage if you went back yeah. to the original game. <laughs> I'd imagine. It's been so many years. It's probably why a lot of people want it, just because it's like, I want to relive this, but it's yeah. unplayable or it's hard to even yeah. do it. Yeah. So. It's like going back to um, GoldenEye or something. It's just like, ooh. Yeah, no. <laughs> These controls and. <laughs> non-existent graphics i did that recently it is hard <laughs> yeah those controls it's hard man, to do they're just legendarily terrible yeah they're really bad that's 64 um, controller that's not a first person yeah, shooter controller certainly not <laughs> um another one i wanted to bring up because for me this one was the one where i was like "Ooh, this looks cool this looks like it's for me um a game called project eve i don't really know Mm-hmm. this developer or whatever but i gotta remind me of bayonetta which is i thought the, it looked like you when i watched this this, too. Uh, this looks like jordan yeah um <laughs> yeah this looks like what i'm about i love uh weird japanese beat-em-up 
what the world is going on with the world. <laughs> and so, yeah, I am, uh, I'm 100% looking forward to this game. Uh, I think it looks awesome and uh, actually looks crazy in some of these parts when she's like, yeah. I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. I don't know what's going on in the story. They, I Maybe she's an Android. I don't know. Uh, don't have that much to say about it, though. I just It looks no, cool. I just have no idea. Crazy. Yeah, it looks crazy. Um, Big boss battle kind of game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A lot. Very cinematic and just wild. Yeah. I get like Bayonetta and like near vibes from it a little bit and so i mean it's uh, japanese action right i mean it's the japanese action. japanese action game 100 percent. um let's see I, I, like there's so many this this uh direct is so uh not direct it's not freaking nintendo this event <laughs> state of play yeah state of play future of playstation 5 whatever it was so back-ended but um trying to you know make sure i don't miss anything because like there's like my attention is going all the way to like the back of the thing. And so I'm trying to make sure I don't like forget Alan wake. I will say is one. Um, yeah. I thought that was very interesting. There's a lot of like things. I was like, really? Um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that Alan wake isn't a multi-console release. I I think it is. I think it is Luke. I think it is going to Xbox too as well well not not nintendo definitely but it's it's definitely okay. i think coming to xbox they just got announced <laughs> on their thing um something i this is just so strange to me um what's the deal with next gen uh, grand theft auto 5 <laughs> i don't know and honestly i don't care at this point I, right you know I, I saw ign saying like it was you know super downvoted on youtube and <sighs> I mean, yeah, it, it it makes sense. It's like I feel bad for the developer on the one hand because you know you're trying to do right by the fans. You bring them up, um, you know, an upgrade. But honestly, at this point, it's one of those things. I know this is like probably greedy to say, but it really feels like this should just be a free upgrade, like an HD upgrade. Um, I'm hoping it is. And at the second time. It's I, not. I didn't think you, it was. You telling me I it's thought not? You had to buy it. I thought you had to buy it. Oof, I really hope not, because that that is. Well, look that, that up. But mm, my mm. second point is just that mm. you know I think I'm sure I speak for the fans, and I certainly speak for myself when I say like, if Rockstar is not working on GTA Six, they're just wasting their time at this point. Like you, you know, you put out Red Dead Redemption. It was amazing. That's great. You know, keep a small team on online you know keep doing content for that i get it you know you have these huge money makers in gta online and red dead redemption online um so i get that that pays the bills keeps the lights on which i i'm sure (laughs) rockstar's gold-plated you know hid (laughs) lights are uh expensive to keep (laughs) on but uh (laughs) but the real thing is like gta 6 is is just what people want and it's just it's so late at this point that it's just frustrating. It's just, it's so frustrating to like hear people in the media talk about how far off it is hear Nothing from rockstar, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it feels dirty in in some way. It's just like we as consumers, like, I feel like we do deserve to like be respected with our time. And, you know, 
I, I understand that you created this phenomenal game, but like get on developing the next game. That's what developers do. And I, you know, I don't know what's happening inside Rockstar, but I really feel like they've just completely ignored the sequel for like 10 years now, or maybe yeah. six years. And they've just said, no, we're just going to stick with the online. We're going to develop Red Dead, which, which is great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Red Dead, it's probably one of my favorite games. Yeah, Red Dead to me. But GTA 6, I mean, it deserves to be developed in a reasonable amount of time. And we're like so far past that for me personally. You can't develop a game for, you know, 360 PS3 and then go the entire generation without even beginning to develop that next game. That's just unacceptable. I, I don't understand how a company that makes as much as them doesn't have two teams, one developing Red Dead Redemption, one developing GTA 6. And, you know, maybe you make that team for Red Dead Redemption a little bigger so that they can, you know, move a little bit faster, but you have, you know, you have me money bin at this point, like you have an unbelievable amount of money. So like hiring developers, you know, at least on the money side, shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And, you know, outsourcing development of, you know, items, you know, we've talked about that in the past, like that shouldn't be a problem. Anyways, I'll stop. It's just frustrating. Yeah. This game is so old i mean it is that let's this is a playstation 3 360 game they should know this game like the back of their freaking hand saying when this these new consoles launches launch to say oh yeah and by the way here we go we the frame rate's 30 frames per second it's in 4k and the loading times are faster here you go it's 30 Oh yeah, right gosh. now it's only 30. Yeah. Bumping the bumping it to 60 and raising the resolution and saying, okay, and the loading times are faster. Here you go. Close to the launch of PS5 and Xbox, uh, and Xbox Series X. Just do that. And honestly, I'd be like, cool. But this yeah. whole thing where we're having like trailer after trailer and being like, oh, sorry, it's delayed to 2022. I'm like, I'm with you. I don't really care. I'm and, and yeah. if it's and if it's asking me to buy buy it, the answer is no. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyways, that I think that was the a big sour note for me. But it's more like Rockstar. I mean, I don't know why there's like this agreement. This should have been a GTA Six announcement. That that's what this should have been. Even if it had the tiniest little piece of content in it, it should have been something like we're working on this and this is coming out. And then at the end, it should have been like GTA five HD upgrade coming in March. That could, it should have been a cliff note at the end of the GTA six trailer. Yeah. I agree. Teaser trailer. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. If this game is two or three years off, a teaser trailer now would not be inappropriate. I guess if it's yeah. 10 years off, it wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> but God, come on. You know what? Let's remaster The Last of Us again. Anyways, well, they might do that, actually. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so Second Last of Us. The second Last of Us. They already, they, <laughs> you know what? The Second Last of Us, you know what they did for The Second Last of Us? What they they released a 60 frames per second patch for free. They said, here you go. It mm-hmm. runs at 60 frames per second on your new console. Enjoy. To me, that says that whatever it is that takes to develop that, companies have come to a conclusion as a group that we can't charge for this because Microsoft does it. PlayStation's doing it, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's like they've just said, you know, we've got to give this to them. Just give it. They did it for Horizon Zero Dawn where they're like, you know what? Here you go. 60 frames now. 
they've done you. it for a lot of games on xbox as well oh yeah absolutely a lot and you know what i always want to spend and some time... third party too so. yeah showing gratitude like for as i mentioned uh, assassin's creed or uh, odyssey thank yeah. you i appreciate that that's really yeah. cool that's what makes honestly mm-hmm. for me this generation just getting started that that make that stuff is awesome to me i think that's really cool and it this is turning turning out to be an amazing generation i think and that stuff is great like we've never seen backwards compatibility like this and it's awesome and so thank you to those companies who are truly like just giving and being like here and it raises interest to be like hey get back into the game it's cool it's probably like 10 bucks on the on the uh, psn or the, the the microsoft store go check it out if you don't have it it's going to run better on your console yes yeah. Maybe I will, you know, that's, that's really cool. Um, speaking of which, uh, uncharted remaster, um, we don't know anything about this yet. I don't know if it's going to be a free upgrade. The way they announced it kind of has me some, has me questioning it being a free upgrade, which is weird again, because the same studio naughty dog just said, Hey, here's a 60 frames per second patch for the they last call it the two. legacy of thieves collection though that doesn't make me feel like it's free it really doesn't i have both those games i have both i have lost legacy and you know a thief's end are are, can i is there what is there an upgrade path do i have for me to get it remastered do i have to buy the collection see we're all constantly thinking about these questions immediately now and so it's Mm -hmm. it's best to clear up confusion i think um, right ahead of it instead of especially when games are 70 it's like Oh, really going to charge me 70? I mean, Oof. they probably wouldn't, but yeah. they did. Oof. They did. Inappropriate. <laughs> Inappropriate. Um, anyways, the, the last bit of the showcase, there were a lot of other cool stuff too. I don't want to like doubt, like say there was nothing of note. Like there was this indie game, not indie game, but I don't know. I forget the name of it, but we were like this girl running around an island, like going into different animals and fighting something. I don't know, but it looks cool. Um <laughs> But I don't know. There's for a spoken. No, no, for spoken. Okay. Yeah, that's well, that that's great. a different one. Yeah, it's a different one for spoken. Thanks for bringing that okay. up. That looks really awesome for spoken. It's a Square Enix game. Um, I don't know uh, which uh, studio they're working with with this one, but it looks great. Yeah, Luminous Productions and Luminous Square Production. Enix. Yeah, man. What do you think of for spoken? Um, I thought it looked very interesting. Um, I I saw somebody else commenting on it. And I think they had a good way of putting it. It's like, it's a really pretty game that looks like it could be really cool in a world that looks a little dead. Mm. It reminds me a little bit of what I had complained about before and like uh, the, uh, what was the name of that? Um, the Need for Speed game where it was like, this is this is a really cool open world but there's not a lot going on here. Um, so, you know, it's just a trailer. So yeah. you're not like interacting, but it's like, there's not a lot of like life and stuff when it's like, she's going along the, like beautiful, like um, cliffside and like transversing, which, which looks really cool. It's just like, maybe we can put like some more birds and like animals and stuff. Yeah, and, true. Like maybe even some people, um, something more that, you know, I don't play PlayStation, so it's, I'm talking a little bit out of my league, but it seems like um, Zero Dawn like had more of that Horizon. Yeah, Horizon, um, also Ghost of Tsushima. There was always something to yeah. draw your eye or pull your attention away from something. Yeah, 
especially. So I think it will will rely a little bit more on the story because of that to like make up for it. Yeah, you know, it's like I complained about an open world game, well, a game that has an open world element uh, recently with No More Heroes to say like right. it's a needless like vehicle to the next story mission where it's like why are we doing it that way? You know, and so it just didn't need to be an open world game. And so sometimes yeah, every game doesn't need to be an open world game. I hope this one is a good one because they haven't shown off any of the open world elements other than this is how it looks. And yeah, you don't really see anything going on. You don't see a bunch of what you're doing there. And so I, I hope to see in the future to be like, here's what you do in the open world. Here's why this game should be an open world. Because I feel like uh, yeah. every game should be that. Like, yeah. Like if it's an open world, they should have a reason for it to be that. Like for the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, it was just how how it felt more living and breathing and how it was fun to explore. And there's yeah, yeah. there's various reasons. Assassin's Creed games. Odyssey is is a good example, like you were talking about, where there's there's a lot of missions, there's a lot of like people to talk to and like things to, things hunt. to like steal or yeah, like hunt, like yeah, yeah. Just, the side missions as like onerous as they can be sometimes it is like nice to feel like there's a whole living breathing world out here you know obviously it's all fake but it just it gives you that feeling that just makes you enjoy games better especially yeah. when they're in an open world um i have a weird weird like not to because i think this game looks awesome but just to kind of like share all my feelings about it there's like the only weird thing to me is the fact that it's like someone plucked out of uh like modern day time, like someone who's like, whoa, and then they're in like a crazy world. Yeah. It's like a, just like a normal person pulled from whatever city she's in. And she's like, uh, effing dragon or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> this is, yeah. that's kind of weird to me. I, I don't they're know. Trying like, to be funny. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it it's felt yet, like that to me. Yeah. Yet to be seen whether or not this works, but I'm trying to think of the last time that's happened and it's been good <laughs> you know you know where it's like usually it's almost like a death nail when you have like a character go Whoa! A, king, a kid in king arthur's court there we go <laughs> that's when it was good um yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of like the dark tower and it's like oh Ooh. boy <laughs> i don't know but we'll, we'll see how it works i mean it's gonna it you it's nice to have like I'm playing a game right now, like right now on the switch that that has something similar sort of, but they're not being pulled from like our reality into fantasy. They're pro- being pulled from one time to a new time. So it's like more like time travel, but it's similar, mm-hmm. but it works. Final Fantasy 10. like that that one hundred percent works there. but I don't know. It can be done, but we'll see. Um, but it looks awesome. All right, so there was a the big three announcements, I think, were the two uh, Insomniac games and then uh, a God of War. Um, mm-hmm. So Wolverine was the probably biggest surprise, I think, of uh, of the because like you know you can assume that they're working on uh, Spider Man two, but I would not have thought that they're also working on another Marvel game <laughs> that's releasing what a year apart, yeah, less. These these Marvel games, they really feel like games that should be multi-platform to me. Um, yeah. I'm a little frustrated that a character like Spider-Man, you know, just like a superhero character, like has to be a one console thing. Um, 
it's one thing for like Master Chief to only be on Halo. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the history of Master Chief. It's just it's like you see Spider Man in the movies, and you know, of course, people have a long history with him in the comics. And then you have to go to PlayStation. Maybe that's just me as an Xbox fan talking, but I don't know. It feels like a public character that's been like gated away behind and no and wolverine's like literally my favorite x-men so mm. it was kind of frustrating for me to hear that this you know i get it insomniac obviously has some kind of deal with disney to use these characters um or with marvel official um but yeah it's just kind of frustrating because it feels like this is just like the beginning of the waterfall of marvel characters that are going to come to playstation only and that's just I don't know. I can't help but just be frustrated about it. I mean, I think both of these games look great and, you know, I just I want to be able to play them. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like cuz there's a weird precedent being set with this that isn't really a thing that happens often. I mean, it happened in back in like the 8-bit, 16-bit, but that's a different thing where it's like, "Oh, we can only play Tailspin on <laughs> Nintendo." It's like there's two consoles. It's not really a thing yet. Um, but like But that's like a character developed for video games, you know? Yeah, yeah. And this is different when it's that, that's what I'm saying. Like you can play like your this Disney game here, but it's like the only version of that game that exists if it's for like Nintendo, uh like the the original Nintendo. But now it's like how it's been is like Mario. Oh, we did that. We made that yeah. character. Master Chief, we made God that of character. War. It's like God that, of that War makes sense. Like yeah, Jen you know, from Santa Ghost Monica did that, and that's totally fine. Yeah, so now we have uh games that are like licensed characters that are pre-existing and have um universal love and yeah, yeah they are being cornered away on one console and yeah and that, i don't feel like that's been happened ever on another console has it well we're going to get that with uh indiana jones um uh with the bethesda uh, Microsoft Blossom. we're going to get that eventually um that'll be a first for them but do we know that that's an exclusive because they haven't said all Bethesda games will be exclusive. It is yet to be fully seen. I mean, from what we know is that uh, Ghostwire, whatever, Tokyo, I forget what the names of that, and uh, Deathloop. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo. They are like the last of the games that are like, it's coming. It's like, those are exclusives to PlayStation 5, at least timed, probably, I'd imagine at this point. They're yeah. coming to Xbox. There was an article I was reading about when Deathloop was coming to Xbox. Yeah, but... They are coming to game pass but um at some point but yeah i rumored to be exclusive is what it says so i'd imagine all moving forward are going the way of uh going the way of uh, starfield and and skyrim where they're going to say okay these are exclusives and so that's what that's what i yeah i mean any character like that whether it's indiana jones or spider-man it's just it doesn't feel right it's just the whole time i was hearing people talk about it that's all i could think about just like it's so frustrating to hear Wolverine is only going to be on one console. It's just, yeah, I can't help but just be frustrated hearing that. I completely get that. Yeah. That, and then a potentially like an insomniac Avengers game, maybe in the distant future. I don't know. Must that would be very frustrating. Yeah. Like a crossover between whatever they end up doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it sucks because these these games like Spider Man. There could easily be a Gambit game. There could easily be a Cyclops game. Like, yeah, those characters are ripe for storytelling. Gambit, especially, man. There's there's just there's never been a good Gambit telling. 
And Absolutely. I have never understood that. It's, he's the coolest character in the freaking world. You know what? Honestly, that would be um, kind of cool. Because the only thing about the, the Wolverine thing, which I'm excited for. Of course, I'm excited for. I've li- I loved everything Insomniac's done of late. Um, but the only thing I would say, I kind of do wish it was a character that hasn't gotten its due like uh like gambit yeah. or like maybe daredevil or something like that where it's like man i'd love to see a video game or like a story but i feel like i've heard i've seen like you could say the same thing about spider-man it's just <laughs> the thing about spider-man it's so much like a, a a great open world thing where it's just so fun to be spider-man whereas like like wolverine it's gonna be fun it's gonna be awesome to be wolverine i they, I, they just have my complete faith faith at this point but at the mm-hmm. same time i'm not thinking oh man it's gonna be so great to just slash people up you know it's like well i kind of slash people up in other games too so i don't know how different it's gonna feel whereas spider-man i'm like man this is freaking awesome zipping around and doing combos and it's amazing so yeah. but maybe they'll figure out something to make it feel like just really special but i'm excited of course just because it's them but i I, uh, like i kind of just wish maybe it was another character that had uh an ability oh man i can't wait to do that thing you know like but this it's going to be great i'm excited but i don't know but at the same time yeah i understand your your frustration i i i totally get that that's it is especially since it's characters like these um with spider-man 2 i was surprised to see that as well in the same conference it's just like she's a freaking louise yeah looks great this is i mean it it, it's due i mean yeah it's been three years so yeah we had miles and that was a shorter game but yeah what is it it's next year is that right uh no year after next 2023 Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so, um, yeah, great. Venom looks awesome. Like, he looks like that's that's how I want my Venom to look. <laughs> Creepy, evil as hell looking and just, yeah, he, he looks freaking sweet. And yeah. uh, not really much revealed. It's basically Venom's here. You're probably going to get Craven the Hunter. It's coming. I, I don't, I'm sure it's going to be great. I keep saying that. But at this point, <laughs> I, until they make something where I'm like, "Ooh, that didn't really work, did it?" I don't. I don't know what. I, I have no reason to be like. I don't think Insomniac's going to do an amazing job. They're freaking ridiculous. They have um, 400 plus employees. <laughs> holy crap! They're a big company. No kidding. I wonder how they go about like doing that. Like with uh, say with Spider-Man. I wonder like what because this is these are going to be the first as miles was a uh, cross platform game. It looks amazing. There are some improvements um, over Spider-Man, even like the PS five remasters. There's some improvements playing miles compared to that. But I wonder like what they have to do to say, okay, with as far as Spider-Man's concerned to be like, okay, we're in the same city. We're in New York. We've already done. We've already created the city. What I wonder what they have to do to say, I guess is like it's higher, better textures. Can they just do that? Can they just overlay better textures or just create better textures for the already created city to like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Because I feel like yeah, I'm just, not sure either. You just use the same engine, right? And just say, hey, we're making the, I don't know how much better they can make the characters look, but just we're 
making the characters look even better and adding all sorts of different textures, I, I guess. The I, only thing I can think is that the engine might hold you back in that way. Maybe. Um, you know, with an out-of-date engine, I think it maybe can only handle a certain number of polygons, you know, for each model. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah, for me, those are it. Those are the ones, like, those two are the ones where I'm like, that is, like, I can't wait to see what next gen can do with those because, again, we're going to talk about God of War. That is... Uh, a true sequel to that first game and it's a cross-gen game which i think makes sense i think it's completely fine that it's a cross-gen game um especially looking into the future that these these are coming but yeah um god of war uh what do you think of the god of war trailer yeah i mean it, you know not having not played it unfortunately it, it looked very much like a continuation of what I know about the uh, previous yeah. God of War. I'm a little confused as to what they're doing with the timeline. It's kind of, it's like, are they just ignoring the old God of Wars and just being like, this is just a new thing. Just don't worry about those other ones. Uh-huh. No. Um, so they, in the, they, this is uh, in, in canon with the other God of Wars. He just goes to a new realm, basically goes to a new realm, escapes his own life and starts a new family. And uh, has a son. So kind of just don't worry about those. This is just a new thing. Basically, kind of. they, there's like eh, whatever. Yeah, there's references. Really, it, it, there is like just that there's references to the old game about him killing his father, killing Zeus and stuff like that. And it being like, oh, you're a god, but you're not from this realm, are you? Yeah. And it, that's a kind of a cool thing, I think, to be like, I'm a god from another mythology that's it's a it's really cool to see like see that like someone who's like i've interacted with greek gods and now i'm here to fight norse gods and interact with that um it, the god of god of war uh from 2018 is fantastic i'm like, yeah. <laughs> this is a day one purchase for me amber mm-hmm. even like even really enjoyed that first God of War game, which she's never touched another God of War game. And she's like, that was great. That was freaking yeah. awesome. And so, yeah, it, it, I just hope they continue the quality. Um, it's got a new director. Um, could be great. It could be just as great or could be better. So, yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, that's it. Um, for me, like, um, I thought it was fantastic. There was a lot of great stuff, but you know, there's always some stuff you kind of wish for going in that you sometimes don't get to see. Um, I always enjoy sometimes what Xbox does almost always with their presentations. There wasn't as much of this in during their E3 one, but there usually is where it's like, Hey, here's what we're doing as far as our services. And they talk about their services and how, they're making them better or whatever. Like when mm-hmm. PlayStation had their event, like towards the fall of last year, when they talked about here comes the PlayStation five, you're going to get the PlayStation five collection or whatever, the PlayStation plus collection. That was a cool thing. I was hoping to get something else for that. Or like maybe PlayStation now is joining with PlayStation plus and will be a pack yeah. in or, or we're talking a little bit more about backwards compatibility or stuff like that. I, I can I, see that coming though. I, don't I could think that's too. out of the realm. There, there was a lot of games in this. I could see them just not wanting to bog it down too much with other stuff. But true, very yeah, true. I could see how that's something that you wanted. But I think you know when I was googling it, it sounded like there was an event for November. 
It's either November or December. So very well could be the next thing. It just seems like they kind of have cleared the decks of all the things that I could think that they're going to announce with games. Yeah, with games so, for sure. I can't yeah, even imagine. It seems like that kind of thing would be the thing to announce in the next event. Yeah, there's talks like floating around like of uh, of infamous remasters coming out, which I'd love yeah. because uh, one of the big things I want is th- PS3 backwards compatibility somehow because there's so many great games that are just stranded. And infamous one and two are are a few a couple of those games, and and it sucks to be yeah. like I hope they remaster this game. Like just do some backwards compatibility stuff. And I know PlayStation now. I know streaming. It's not the same. I'm sorry. It's not the same. So that's what I want. Yeah. But um, either way, I'm pleased. I'm pleased with what uh, what we got. What we got here. I'm definitely a lot to look forward to. Way Indeed. forward to as far as Spider Man Two is concerned, but not too bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that's a uh, that's what I got. Um. Out of it, Luke. I'm I'm really uh really excited about. It. I mean, it's like a lot of single player games, man. I mean, they. I feel like. They have a lot of single player games. I'd be interested to see if they ever get a really solid, like there's that's the thing, right? They don't have a lot of uh multiplayer games that have set the world on fire, have they? Yeah, but I don't know that I don't know that any of the first party studios of all three, you know, Nintendo, Xbox, um, you know, Microsoft, um, Sony, and that's just not something those companies do well though. You know, um, yeah, Halo being the only exception I can really think of, you know, there's there's other games that do it like um, Gears of War, but I wouldn't say that that's a huge success on the uh, multiplayer rel- um, area. But uh, yeah, Halo would be the only one I could think of that really does multiplayer well. Um, I can't think of any, you know, Splatoon being like the only one I can think of. Well, that, Smash and I Mario mean, Kart. Yeah, but I mean, is that really like an online, like big multiplayer game? I don't know if I'd say big with anything they I do ju- online. I ju- <laughs> my point just being, I think like third party really owns that space, unfortunately. Yeah, um, you're right. I think Halo is the only exception I can think that's it's like it's it's a big thing. Um, Animal Crossing, you know, I guess you could call that multiplayer. I, yeah, I don't it was know. nominated in the game awards. Shared world. I, I, would, I would call it. To me, it's just like it's another category you know it's like yes it's multiplayer but i mean it's really just a shared experience it's not so much multiplayer because you're not really playing you're just kind of having an experience together as far as i know i i don't play the game but as far as i understand it's like you're visiting the island and just kind of having fun like decorating and doing what you do um here's my shirt oh cool here's a couch yeah (laughs) it's it is an interesting thought since you said that. I mean, I, I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, I mean, that's really the bread and butter for third party. That's you know, true. Games that's like Call point. of Duty and uh, yeah, Fortnite I mean, being the big one. Yeah, Fortnite. I mean, it's really it's a shooter's world when it when it comes to multiplayer. Um, really, yeah. With a few like fighting games here and there. I guess Super Smash. Yeah, I guess that would be the the other exception. Yeah. So. Halo and Super Smash, I would say, are the big like online. Would you say that's a big online thing, though? Or just mostly lo- local play? I'd say so. I mean, for people who... Um, I mean, when I go online, man, there's just... Uh, there's a dedicated community 
uh, that play that game and like because like, do you i don't think it's a small community that plays that game online or do you think there's a lot of people that dip in and out of online play with that yeah i mean i would have to say small like come like with Halo, like comparing the people who buy halo and the people who buy smash bros like smash bros has sold millions and millions and millions and millions of copies i think probably I'd say 25% of them, if I had to guess, are the ones who are still playing that game online. And the other are sitting around with their families and their friends playing it in front of the television. Um, or or you can play of, against the console too. Play right? against the computer. So, you can play if the you don't have mode. anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, being online and being super competitive, I'd say that's definitely smaller. Um, yeah. For sure. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, either way, Nintendo, at least that direct. It, when when it's coming soon, you think? That everyone is looking at September. It's like historically Nintendo's direct time where they're like, here's what we're looking for for fall in the next year. Do that yeah. thing, please. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Berry. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. Um, anyways, it's been fun, Luke. It has been fun, sir. Next week, I'm sure we'll talk about something interesting. Our feet, maybe, or <laughs> talk about uh, the, the, our favorite dictionary. I don't know. We got grocery you. store. We got you <laughs> <laughs> with something. Got you with something. Now that's a teaser. Oh, they'll <laughs> be the coming way to back end it for right more. there. Oh yeah. How could they? I not came back for that foot talk. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better talk about them feet. Not really much to talk about. <laughs> I don't have any corns or bunions or anything. Anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you guys next week. See ya.